welcome back to the Derek and Eric show. Number 100, look, and then look who returns. Our long lost leader. I am back. It's like we're living in old times. The hostess with the mostess, Leslie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's not a schmuck like Derek and I, I'm just stuck in one gear. She's making waves. Hey, we're She's making too- waves too. Nah, we make crap. No. Hey. Whatever. Speak for yourself. <laughs> hey, come on. You guys are still superstars. Come on. Eh. We're doing something right. But no, yes. The gang is all back. For our go-around. I'm here. I'm back to pull uh, Derek's leg again and annoy him and roast him. Oh, I'm all for that. Let's go. Our 100th episode. Can you freaking believe that? Oh, yeah. 100th episode. That is is quite the achievement. It's like two years worth of shows. It is. (laughs) All right. What do we got going on? There's a lot going on today. A lot. All right, we got a lot to cover. First, we'll start off with the Colorado team playoff updates. Oh. <laughs> that was gonna be a little painful. Then we're heading to Nuggets, and then we'll switch off to NHL playoffs, and then the NBA playoffs, and we'll end off with our hundred episode extravaganza. We got a little uh something special for you guys. Oh, you. I needed to mute that, Eric. You had me dying. We got <laughs> stump the idiots. That's basically what the segment's called. Stump the idiots. Yeah, this uh, this first this first topic though is not going to be very fun. No, so let's just get it over with. Yeah, pretty much. So, Derek. Yes. Our beloved Colorado Avalanche. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're eliminated <laughs> in seven games by, by the, the by the Seattle Crackheads. Stupid Kraken. Yeah, they were. I said it before. And I'll say it again. I developed a deep, rooted, unnatural hatred for the Seattle Kraken in the span of a week. I um, and yeah. that turned into a deep hatred for Jordan Everly. Oh God, yes. Um, I hated the Seahawks. You know, for the longest time, especially after what they did to Denver in the Super Bowl, I hated them, and I think the hate from them rubbed off, and now it's to the Kraken. But yeah, I just their fans just seem annoying. I mean, not to mention, dude, have you gone? Have you seen anything the fans have said? They're saying like, "Oh, Colorado's washed." You know, the Kraken are the best team in the NHL. Like, and then, and then you have some other fans saying the reason they lost is because Russell Wilson was wearing ab stuff at the game, and I'm like, just shut up, dude. I'm going to tell like, you get, right get, now, get, get Seattle off. fans cannot stop talking about Russell Wilson because no. they miss him. I know they miss him because he's a great person. And, and do you know what's going to happen? And just do it. We'll, we'll get to it. But real quick, Geno Smith's going expo- to get exposed this year. He's going to suck, and Seattle's going to suck. And then I'm going to laugh. And then you know what? All these dumbass Seattle people that I know. I'm going to write to them and be like, oh, look, what happened? And I'm going to say the same thing when the crack – because the crack ain't going to go that far either. I hope da- – I can't – I don't like Dallas, but I hope Dallas just whacks them. I really hope they do. Now, I'll say this. I almost just cussed. I really want it. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> ride that wave, Derek. Yeah, I'm going to ride it. <laughs> but no, I just- don't think mm-hmm. the Kraken beat the Avs. More yeah, than beat the themselves. Beat themselves. 
The Fs beat themselves. Now, to, to be credit to the Kraken, they took advantage of the Avs' mistakes, and that's what won them the series. It, that, mm-hmm. Plain and simple, the Avs made too many crucial mistakes that led directly to scoring chances that they capitalized on. It, that yeah. being said... In my opinion, Lannis Gog and Nachushkin play in the series. It's not even close. It doesn't go seven. Well, of course, but the, uh, that being said, yeah, I have never seen a luckier team than the mm-hmm. Seattle Kraken through seven games. Bounces. What and in the everything. world is penalties? The, the hockey god thinking of letting a guy from the freaking corner throw a oh. puck on net and it bounces off uh, Ben May or uh, Ben Myers' fist and into the net. Or, or how you can a cross check a guy head first into the boards, damn near break his neck and not get suspended. Explain that to me too. Well, how does that's that? That's another story. We'll talk about that when we get into playoff hockey. But for God. but there are a few crucial things that led to the Avs losing this series. Number one, injuries, injuries, oh. injuries, injuries. They were the most hurt team in the postseason. Yes, and during the regular season. Mm-hmm. Two, Derek, out of third and fourth lines. Well, that, but out of out of the people who scored for the Avs. Oh my God! There was McKinnon, Rantanen, McKinnon. Carr, Carr. Taves. Name me the other goal scorer. Lekkinen. Okay, I'm sorry, I forgot about Lekkinen. Lekkinen. Name me the other goal scorer slash scorers. Nobody. Eric Johnson. Oh, yeah, that's right. He had that slap shot. Yeah. Name me another one. Spoiler alert, there wasn't any. Oh, really? JT Comfort can piss my ass, bro. He mm. was awful in this series. He was, yeah. And he, from a season where he put up 50 points, a fantastic season, stepped into the role of 2C where the Avs desperately needed help and they couldn't go get anybody in free agency or at the trade deadline. Mm. Which cost them. Which did, because they didn't know what land, what was the situation with Landiscon. They had no mm-hmm. idea, so they had to keep pushing it back. Yep. But Comfort in this postseason series, there were times where he just looked like he didn't care what the hell was happening on the ice. No, he some just of his... stopped skating. He just stopped playing. And it was like, are him you and, kidding me? Him and Johnson had some real boneheaded passes and way of Eric clearing Johnson, the puck. Yes. Eric, Eric Johnson, I should clear, clarify, yeah, but... I agree. Comfort just looked like he was just tapped out and he was just ready for a vacation. Yeah. And then the top, the stars were exhausted because they had to pull all the work. And, and we saw after the season, Kale McCarr was still hurt. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why he couldn't play like himself. Mm-hmm. Eric Johnson was still hurt. Cogliano obviously broke his freaking neck. Well, which we talked about last episode, uh, Darren Helm got cross-checked to the neck and he never played again. He probably won't ever play again. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I think he's done. Byram got a goal, but it was called back because of offsides, um, which was which was a crap, a very crappy call. Offsides calls the two goals that were turned because I mean, come on. Well, the second one was offsides. It was clearly offsides, and no one's beating themselves up more than Arturi Lekkinen about that. Mm-hmm. He knows that he was offsides. He knew it immediately when he saw it on the replay. He's like, "Oh my god, are you kidding me?" And you saw it after that goal was taken off the boards. You saw they had the replay McKinnon. He just drops his head. He was dead. He was tired. McKinnon's actually getting some off-season work done. The only person who's healthy from this team 
is Miko Ranton, and he's going to play for Finland in the yeah. World Championship because he's the only one who's healthy. <laughs> Everyone else is like, yep, we're Everyone out. Everyone else is like, I need a vacation. I need Cabo Margarita and a pretty woman. Probably what they're doing right now. What pretty man? Some, maybe some of, I don't know. Celebrate, celebrating Cinco de Mayo. They're probably all in Cabo right now doing that. I would hey. be. Hey. <laughs> So uh, this team was exhausted, and it showed. They had no gas left in the tank for that third period. And the Kraken play an awful, boring style of hockey because they have to. They're a team that plays with – I. people say four four second lines. They're a team that play with two second lines and two third lines. Mm-hmm. which means they don't have the top end scoring. And you saw that in game two against Dallas when they got real, down two to one, they couldn't score to save their lives. Real quick. Um, what do you think of uh, Georgiev's play? I love Georgiev. I thought he was the best player in the series for the Avs. Hands down. He did do good. He had a lot I shouldn't of say best. Saves. He was the most consistent. Yeah. He had a lot of good saves. And there was one that – there's only one save I sat there. I'm like, dude, you got to have that. It's when he went to go like the glove. game three, went to go – or game two, I think. Yeah, the he glove. He went to go like snap a glove, and it just like – he missed it. And it was like – He, oh, he whiffed on it, yep. But Georgiev, best goalie since Simeon Varlama for the Evs. And the Pretty Kraken good. are going to have a brutal realization that Grubauer is not going to save them for another series. I'm sorry. He was – He was not good. One – Good Great game. game against the Avs, and it was Game Seven, where it ma- where it counted. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Grubauer. Good for you. You're making too much money. You're gonna be there for too long, and they're gonna regret signing you in the long run because you're gonna die in net. Wow. Sniper. No, I'm just kidding. Jeez. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love Grubauer as a person, but uh, the the Kraken, the, their ceiling. Is here. Mm. But enough about the crackheads. Yeah. Derek, the Avs in the offseason mm-hmm. have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight major unrestricted free agents and oh two restricted free agents, which means they get the first rights to make give them a contract. Who are those people? So they're two restricted. Bowen Byram and uh, Alex Newhook. Oh, okay. If I had to guess, Newhook's going to make a two by two, two years, two million. I think that's fair. He's got to prove it. Yeah. Byram's the interesting one. I wouldn't be surprised if the Avs give him a Sam Girard deal. Yeah. Five by seven, five million, seven or five, five million, seven years. Or seven by five, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, which would speak, which would suck for the first two years because you're like, oh my God, you're paying on potential. But yeah, that's what you did with McKinnon. It's what you did with McCarr. It's what you did with Rantanen. But paid off. Well, yeah. And then Rantanen, you, had to, you paid again. But anywho. Um, so those two are going to be interesting. Unrestricted. Eric Johnson, JT Comfer, Lars Eller, Evan Rodriguez, Andrew, Andrew Cogliano, Darren Helm, Jack Johnson, Matt Nieto. Oh, man. It's quite the list. Out of those, I see... Rodriguez coming back. 
Maybe. Not for two. I mean, he he was making two million this year. You think he's going to make two year mil again? Probably not. I think. I mean, he wants to stay here, and if he wants two million, great. I, I could see Nieto coming back. Yeah, because Nieto's only making eight hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, get him, him on the. For, he's thirty get, years old, but you give him that for two years. Let's go. Get him on the cheap. He'll come back. Yeah. Now the interesting conversation is: Do you want to bring JT back? He's going to cost you five. And that's an overpay, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, and then Eric Johnson, he's he was making six. He ain't gonna be making six this year. Hell no. Both like Johnsons. Got to rotate your Johnsons. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a bit of a hot take here. I'd Get your mind have- out of the gutter. Get your mind out of the gutter, people. We're talking about hockey players. I'd rather have Jack Johnson than Eric Johnson next year. Yes. Eric Johnson was miserable once he came back from injury. Guy can't really skate that much anymore either. No, and Jack Johnson at least played 83 games this year, which is insane. Yeah, it is. And, like, Rodriguez, he played 69. Nice. Derek Larzellers or Evan Rodriguez? Uh, uh, What's the age of both of them? Eller is turning 34. Rodriguez is turning 30. Ooh, probably Rodriguez then. Rodriguez no. is a better scorer. He is. And Eller, means, you traded New for, but Newhook would have to fill in your 3C because that's the biggest thing with the Avs. You have to fill that second line center. You have to. Yeah. Since it was Ka- such since a. Ka- since Kadri left. Yeah. Yeah. And like. You yeah, able to fill it. I feel like the Avs kind of took a risk they were just like look rodriguez is going to play second line minutes which he didn't he ended up playing a lot of first line minutes for this team mm-hmm. um due to all the injuries but they bet on new hook and comfort and comfort during the regular season up until about march was phenomenal yeah after that he just, he just disappeared he took a dump and just sucked and new hook i think <laughs> he could do it but not now he's 21 years old he's not he's ready a- for it He's a baby. He's a baby. He's younger than Leslie. My God. Right, now that's insane. That's so, uh, 14 yeah, New- years younger than me. Byram is 21. Newhook is tur- he's 22. Just turned 22. So, I mean, still. Good, good and they're all very young. Bunch of puppies. And then Ben Myers. He's another one that's a restricted free agent. Make me feel like I'm going over here. Honestly, I think they'll bring back Ben Myers and he'll be the fourth line center. Fourth line, yeah. And then you got to – Steve, do you, do you think they'll try and trade or draft to get someone, you think, second line center? Well, and that's the thing. You have to – there's one thing that you have to know first. Landis Cogs. Yes, which you have is to, have to, have to, have to, have to. Very much up in the air right now. 100%. God, what if he can never come back, Eric? I think he will. I God, really do. I hope so. Because if he can't, oh, my God. And as of right this minute, the Avs have about they have a little over 13 million cap space to work with. That's not bad. But if you think about that, let's say Landis Cog comes back halfway through the season, there goes you only have six mil to work with then. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to make a move for like let's say just I one thing I would watch out for is Ryan O'Reilly. Maybe the Avs go make a push for him, bring him in for two years. The max you could take him for is five. That'd be nice. So 
you know, maybe there's a trade and the, the first round pick, I wouldn't, I do not want them to use it. No. Now, if they do that, they won't have picks till round five, six, and seven. It'll be like the Broncos. Yeah, but way, way better. Oh, God, yes. Let's um, get that out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and if they do draft someone, that's just trade capital. Mm-hmm. So, I like, I don't want them to use it, but, you know, this I trust this front office. I really, really do. I, I do too. Sackett knows what he's doing, and I've trusted the moves and the trades and everything that he's done. So whatever he does his offseason, you know, I, I I trust him in whatever he does. God damn, McKinnon has a fifteen point seven two five million dollars signing bonus. Whoo! Good thing that doesn't come off the salary cap. That's a lot of cheese. <laughs> Go buy myself a can, sandwich. Can you imagine getting that much money for signing a piece of paper? Yeah, let's go. I'm in. Like Lamar Jackson, see how much money he got for signing his contract? Yeah, I don't want to hog this all up about the abs, but they've got some decisions to make. and They do. I think they'll make some good moves. They're, they're definitely going to fix that to second-line center, for sure. They better. They freaking better. All right, moving on to the Nuggets. Oh my! And it, it, talk about total polar opposite. I mean, this team is just waxing Phoenix, and they're <laughs> honestly, I see Phoenix winning one of these next home games, but I see Denver stealing one, and I think they're going to come back here to Ball Arena and, and close it out in five, Eric. Especially with Chris Paul being out. Yeah, but you're gonna. But you, you think about it. All they have. Is Durant and Booker? They don't have their bench. Eric, their bench is bad. Got DeAndre Ayton. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. But if you look at our bench and like our core, like starters, we're a hell of a lot better than they are. And I think that's what's been the difference so far in the series is Jokic in in the bench that we our bench play. I want to have your optimism. Why the Nuggets as a franchise do not have the luck. That you have said is yep. going to happen but, there. But Eric, they are a damn good team. They are. If you haven't but realized, the Suns are, are a damn good team too. There's a reason they took the Clippers down in five. Yeah. And game one, the Nuggets spiked. They bet KD, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul over, pulled their shorts down and went. And game two, they showed that they can play defense and they can slow them down and stop them. Which was a I huge... don't know if the, see I, I watched most of game two. I don't think the Nuggets played well. But I they, think the their Suns defense played, played good. No, the Suns were terrible. Well, they were, but the, Kevin but also... Durant couldn't hit a shot. Devin Booker couldn't hit a shot, and that sunk them. That yeah. was the reason the Nuggets won that game, was because in the fourth the Suns couldn't make and the Nuggets could. It helps when uh, Jokic scores almost 40 points, though, too. Well, and, yeah, and Jokic <laughs> took over. He really did. But do you think the Suns are going to come out and look like that again? No. no. And that's and that's why I think that tonight is game three. Uh, that's why I think tonight they, they win. But then I think Sunday, Denver makes adjustments and they beat them on Sunday. And they very well could. And I hope that's, that's what, what I, that's what, that's what I see happening. That's the dream. I mean, but that's just what I see happening. I, 
I see. I really think the Nuggets are going to have to play perfectly to win both both of these games in Phoenix. Both. Of, well, all right. What would you What would you say? What would you say if they if they sweep them? <laughs> well, then, then I'd be like, oh my god, They're, where yeah. did this Nuggets team come? Or even, or or if they dominate them like they did Minnesota and they beat them in five, which is a very strong possibility. It is. And, and look, I hope it happens. Shut your dirty ass! It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's just, it's just, it's playoffs, man. You never know what in the hell can happen. And oh, I, know. I expect the Suns to come out with their hair on fire this weekend. But I'm I picked you, a but... seven-game series for a reason. I picked every team to win at home for a reason. But I'm telling you, uh, Chris Paul being out though is a huge blow. It's huge. That is a the monstrous are blow. So lucky that that happened. With him being out, that is a huge blow. I mean, I don't know series. why the broadcast kept showing him grabbing his queener as he was like, "Ah!" Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he like made a jump and then he came down and went right for the crotch and it was like, "Whoa, hey, 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 hey!" TMI, Stop guys. Yeah, TMI. Like, we don't need to be. I was like, seeing we don't that. need to see that 14 times over. Yeah, but. I, the Suns are here for a reason. They're a good team. Kevin they Durant are. can steal games for them. He can. And I, the Nuggets are going to have to play exceptionally well. You're going to have to have someone just besides Jokic step up. It's going to have to be Murray. It's going to have to be Gordon. It's going to have to be Porter. Which, One of those guys is going to have to have a baller game. Which has been happening. I agree. But the first two games... Jokic had to take over. Mm-hmm. Can't rely on that all the time. No, that's what got but, them knocked out before. Well, game well game one it was Jamal Murray. He he had thirty four points. Mm-hmm. And Michael Porter Jr. for some reason decides to just show up. JT in the fourth and, five, and, and five, yeah, and he just nails threes in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying. I, I want your optimism where it is, Derek. It's just my, 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 I know, but but my eye, but what my eye see is that is that this team is good because they're healthy, and not only is Jokic playing well, it's everybody else that is also playing well. Everyone is playing well. Hope, yeah, but you know what's going to happen: Gordon, Murray, Porter. Let's say let's say the Nuggets win in five; they have to face LA next round. They're going to be underdogs. Of course they will, because they're playing LeBron James. LeBron James. But that, but that, that's if LA even wins, which is stupid, by the way. But that, honestly, that would scare me facing the seven seeded Lakers who just keep rolling for some reason. But Jeremy, that's if the Lakers even win. Oh man, you really think Golden State's going to be able to win on the road? Oh no, no way. I know they can't. See, that's a series we'll talk about. I think the Lakers sweep at home and then go back to Golden State and have a chance to close it out. That'd be something. We'll talk about it. But, like, I, I I hope exactly what you say happens is the Nuggets steal – they'll steal game three or four, or they'll just knock them out in game in four games. Yeah, to, no, when I said tonight, they'll lose, win Sunday, and then Tuesday, come back to Ball Arena, you beat them in five. So I see it. What's that called? A gentleman's sweep when you get let them win one game. That's the, that's the name of it. It's where you leave a little bit of dust behind, and then when just when the dust starts to creep back in, you whack it off the ground. I'll be watching. Eh. <laughs> Whatever. 
I'll be nap. No, just kidding. I'll, I'll be <laughs> Goyabs. I mean, Rams. I mean, Diamondbacks. Oh, my God. <laughs> or Nuggets. Them too. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll talk. About, oh, never mind. This is going to be for the NBA talk. Okay. All right. Switching gears to the NHL playoffs. Mm, okay. Well, all right, Leslie, 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 Leslie. I have a question for you. Yeah. How much playoff hockey have you watched? Uh, good amount. I wouldn't say a lot, but I watched a few games here and there. When I say refereeing to you, what mm. comes to mind? Postseason refereeing. Hmm. You know what comes to my mind? That <laughs> non-existent crap, trash, inconsistent, yep, atrocious right. Minnesota Wild trash. There you go, hot mm. trash. You know the that NHL. bag. Of, you know that bag of dog crap they lit in Billy Madison on his porch. That's what we're talking about. No, this the, is what I gotta say about the refereeing. Yes, like our old saying: send all those refs and all those calls to the chair. To the chair. <laughs> there you go. I forgot about that. The NHL seriously has to look at, Good excuse God. me, how these officials officiate a game in the postseason. Seriously. And how lazy, inconsistent, and scared little puppies they are when it comes to officiating. We'll start in game word. seven. We'll start in game seven with the cracking in the edge. Oh God! At, at the waning moments of that game, about it was like just under three minutes. McCarr skating in gets tripped by none other than Jordan Eberle, who shouldn't have played in that game in the first place. First place, yes. He gets tripped. No call because the refs are sitting there staring right at it and go, "I don't want to affect the outcome of this game." When in reality, they're affecting the outcome of the bleeping game because they're not doing their jobs. Just say it, Eric. Say it. No, I don't want to. I'm editing. I'm not swearing. <laughs> I'll do it for you. No, don't do it. Okay. So, and this isn't just in the Av series. This happened in the Toronto game, the, the uh, game two. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yes. Sam Bennett. Or no, it was in game one. Sam game Bennett one. of the Florida Panthers grabs Matthew Nye's a rookie around the neck and Headlock. then wraps headlocks him and then wraps his legs around him and slams him to the ground and his head hits right on the ice. He's out. Yeah, and you like, know what's happened to that guy? You have a C status. Nothing. Nothing. He hasn't been fined. He hasn't had a hearing. He hasn't had discipline. He didn't even get a bleeping penalty on the play. No. Oh, I remember seeing that, and I was like, nothing's going to come of that. It's just amazing. Yet, Kale McCarr has that one hit, and he gets suspended in one game. But then you'll have games like the Kraken against the Stars in game two had five penalties called against them before Dallas got one. Yes. Because they made a bad call in game one against the Stars, so they didn't want to make another call against the Stars in game two. I, just say something. I'm going to freak out here in a moment. No, it's just officiating has been a – oh, geez, I almost just said it. Officiating has been a freaking joke. Freaking. There you go. 
like you said the other night when I saw that that takedown, and I was just like, "Well, this isn't wrestling. What 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 the hell is this?" And he doesn't get no fine, no suspension, and yet. I look back and you go and you see the Macar hit and you're like, oh, but that's where they have a one game suspension. Please explain that to me. Or, um, who's the who's the douche? Douche, the douche from C- Yeah, Cogliano head first in the boards. That's how you give a guy a concussion, or you be you break his neck. Yeah, and he, you don't even get and the, the no. there's there's starting to be like the refs have to start calling stuff. Or else these players are just going to start hurting people so that they can knock good players out of the game. You know that players are sitting there going, well, if I'm not going to get called or if I'm going to just get two minutes, I'd rather take a guy out, one of their top players, and take a two-minute minor. If I'm not going to get fined or suspended. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) it's driving me nuts. The, The NHL, you know who's in charge of the officiating for the NHL? Same as the NFL. No, a former player. Who? I don't know his name. It's some, George Peros, I think. George Peros. Former player? So he's not even he's like, he has no official. former NHL player. He's not a former official. Is he blind? No, he wants people to die on the ice is what he wants. <laughs> Apparently, like, dude, you got to see it from an officiating view, not a player's view. They're they're coming off as like saying the NHL is a tough, hard man sport. You know, dirty. Well, it 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 is, but it is, but it's also a league full of cowards who are gonna not who are gonna hurt somebody, maybe even end people's careers because they're not gonna get penalized for it. It's atrocious. It's sick, and it makes me not want to watch anymore. Let's get back on topic with the games, Eric. This was the number one topic for the playoffs. (laughs) Officiating, yes, has been crap. Uh, Dallas and Seattle are each tied at one game apiece. Ah, Who cares? (laughs) Vegas and Edmonton. Dude, this game was fun. It was a lot of fun. Also, the Oilers are going to lose because they can't stop people from scoring. No, their defense is just trash, but... Uh, Drysaddle, Drysaddle, Drysaddle scores four goals and they lose six to four. And they lose six to four. Like I just, <laughs> are you like when I saw this, like are you kidding me? How, you you score four times and yet you lose a game. Yeah. How do you lose a well, game? That that's here. I'll give you the stat of the week real quick. I got it right here. Hang on. We're not doing that this week. What I know, but this this is about these two series. You're fired. This marks the first time in NHL history, regular season or playoffs, where a player scores four goals on back-to-back nights. Joe, Joe Pavelski for the Stars. Stars, yeah. And Leon Dreisaitl for the Oilers. And then they both lost. Yeah, how about that? So, the Stars lose game one, 5-4. In overtime? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of, guess what? Seattle got a lucky bounce. Spankety-doink. Spanking they doing. Um, but then hey, look, Vegas and Edmonton come up tonight. Edmonton, they have to steal one in, in uh Vegas tonight. They have to, or else that series is gonna be pretty close to being over. So you got the Devils and the Hurricanes playing tonight. Uh Carolina leads that series one game to nothing. Yeah, Carolina really just dominated game one. It wasn't yeah, even they, close, man. Yeah, like, they did five to one. The Devils put in that rookie again, and 
Hey, real he was, he was quick, Eric, how about the Devils beating the Rangers? I called it in seven. Look, man. Yeah! I don't know what happened to the Rangers, but clearly all that talent that they went and got this year didn't do a thing for no, them. They, they Tarasenko had one goal. Kane had one goal. They laid an egg bad. And it makes me wonder, it's like, who's, whose situation would you rather be in? The Avs or the Rangers? I'm picking the Avs. The Avs. Rangers are, like, lost. Mm-hmm. They're way lost. Because Shesterkin, Shesterkin was just as good as Georgiev. But as I was about to say, I was like, Shesterkin was pretty good, but it's just. But he wasn't great like he was last year. And they're trying. They're just trying to hope that he's as good as he was last year, and he's not going to be. No. It's like the, it's like the Boston Bruins, dude. They were they relied on Jonas Allmark to be the Vesna candidate that he is, but he's never been that goalie. Have you seen his stats? He's yeah. a career 890 uh, save percentage, which is awful. So this year marks 10 years in a row now. The President's Trophy winner has been either knocked out in the first or second round. They don't make it very far. And we talked about it before the start of the playoffs. Boston, I didn't trust them a bit because they were never tested hard this season. I just love it, though, that they lost and just seeing all their fans. <laughs> Suck it, Boston. Like, look, I feel like they'll they'll be okay next year. They still got Pasta, David Pasternak, and but Allmark's not going to be the stud that he was. He's not going to be a 40-plus game winner again. Nope. Swayman's not going to be any good either. He's sw- who? Oh. His name is Swayman. Uh, Bergeron's probably retiring. He, not maybe not after this year, but he spent most of the year on the IR. Old man. Anywho, the next series. What series? Oh, forgot Toronto and Florida. Oh, well, yes, Toronto and Florida. How about that? Yeah, Fl- Florida's riding that. Uh, that wave, I guess, of winning. Up, now they're up two games and nothing on Toronto. How Real fast. Does it bother you when people say Florida? Florida? Florida. No, th- Florida. I, I guess it doesn't really oh, matter. God. It's there's it's not it's F-L-O-R-I-D-A. D-A. Not F-L-A-R-I-A-I-A-R-I-E. I mean, I've heard I've heard some people <laughs> say it that way. And it's just like you shouldn't be talking. You should. Oh, it's like what people say coupon. Oh, kill me now. Or cement or cement. Cement, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that point is, oh. Yeah, yeah. Cement Any- is just cement is just dumb. Like I just- <laughs> like, you mean cement? Look at <laughs> them there pile of cement all over that concrete. Go back to Arkansas. <laughs> Yeehaw. Anyways. Anyway, yes. Florida stuns Toronto and steals both of games in Toronto. So Toronto. four to two, they win game one, and then game two, they win three to two. Like Florida. I said, they've lost. They've won five in a row now, Eric. They've won three straight against Boston, and now two. Against now, two. winning streaks don't tend to last in the postseason, and I really do expect t- Toronto to bounce back in game three, mm-hmm. but. Toronto in game two, they were out shooting the Panthers 14 to four with a two nothing lead. And then on the fourth shot of the game, well, get your thumb out of your nose. What the hell are you doing? It was, <laughs> under, it was under my just nose. Just the way it looked, you're like, oh, yeah. It was uh, under my nose. 
sorry, complete left turn there. But the yeah, sorry. But then on the fourth shot of the goal, Florida takes a goal. It's two one going into the second, and Toronto makes two mistakes in forty five seconds, and that was the game. Mm. A guy whose nickname is Bob stole a game from them. Sergey Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. He's also making ten million dollars, so you would expect him to make that kind of have that kind of game. Yeah, he better be playing damn good. Yeah, but dude, he's making that much money. Florida's a tough team to play, and Toronto better wake the f up before they they get swept. Yeah, they they better, especially now going back to Florida. That's a could be anybody's. I mean, let's face it, they win one game in Florida, it's over. It is over. Poor Toronto. Hey, at least Toronto broke the curse there. Nineteen years, it's over. Oh yeah, good. Now they get swept. I don't think their fans even care. Yeah, that's the first round. Oh, no, 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 dude, dude. You don't know Toronto Maple Leafs fans, man. They care. Oh, I know they care. But, yeah, like, I I will say the second round of the playoffs has been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Except Carolina, uh, New Jersey. That game sucked. Also, the the Kraken sucked. Yeah, screw them both. Screw, Screw them both. But, see, now, here's the thing. In the West, do you care who comes out of it? It's not Seattle. Well, I hate the Stars. I, I hate, hate the too. Knights. I think the Oilers are overrated, and I don't want. It's going to be one of them, Eric. Nah, screw Bofa. <laughs> the, the East Coast team will play no one. They're the champs. Uh, East, do you think uh... – the way Florida's looking, man, they could be the one coming out of the East. It's Carolina. Could be their year. I, I, I still think Carolina comes out of the East. They're so good defensively. Well, we each we each picked them to win the Cup, so we'll see. We shall see. Word. Word. W-E-R-D, <laughs> word. <Ow. laughs> All right, and we're heading into our NBA playoffs starting with the Western Conference. Okay, real real, real quick. Jokic should have won MVP. Let's just throw it out there. I don't care. I know, but 30 triple-doubles compared to a guy who won it, who had won, Eric, won and and was injured. The MVP trophy in basketball literally means nothing because it's a popularity contest. I just think it's dumb. you You know why Jokic didn't win it? People don't think he's as good as Larry Bird, so they didn't want to give him three in a row. That's it. That's it. And they were like, oh, it's Embiid's turn to win it, even though he's not as good. He's not. That's how the NBA MVP works. Otherwise, Michael Jordan would have won 15 in a row. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Dog. Speak it, Dakota. Speak it. (laughs) Preach it, girl. Preach it. But uh, as we said, Nuggs are up two nothing on the Suns. Warriors and Lakers. Interesting series this has been so far. So there was one Friday thing. I, there, was, there was one thing I saw that sums up basketball for me in a heartbeat. Mm. I was it was after the play. LeBron James has the basketball, and there was a timeout. So he goes to throw the ball back. It bounces off a Golden State player, hits <laughs> LeBron in the arm, and then hits his teammate. And then all of a sudden, you see LeBron go. Oh, and act like he got shot. Yeah. And it was like, what you what are you trying to get a call for there? Nothing that's, happened to you. That's when that guy that who did he play for? 
was it Winnipeg? The guy who got 72 stitches in his head or staples and then came back in the game stitches, and played? Stitches on his face, yeah. That, that's when he should go up to him and be like, what are you complaining about, LeBron? Look at my head. <laughs> but no, Lakers won game one, 117 to 112. And then game two, the freaking Warriors just took over and beat them 127 to 100. Clay, Tom, Clay, Clay Thompson got on a roll. See, and that's the thing with him. If Clay Thompson gets on a roll, Golden State's hard to beat. I mean, the guy made eight three-pointers. Yeah, and if Draymond Green doesn't get suspended, uh, then, you know, the Warriors are good defensively. But Yeah, if he doesn't, like, step on someone and he acts like an idiot, yeah. To be I, fair, that guy sold it hard, man. Yeah, he did. Also, speaking of Memphis, Dylan Brooks is getting released. Well, they said they're not re-signing him, yeah. I mean, because yeah, he's because he's a a willow, an effing, you know what? Yeah, a willow. But, <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because actually some people are said, "I want." Uh, is anyone even going to want to sign him? I I don't see anyone wanting to sign him. Would you maybe sign maybe a team like Atlanta, Charlotte, Charlotte, the crappy team. How about Detroit, the Pistons? Yeah, go there. You go. But yeah, um, I I said it before. I think the LA Lakers sweep at home this weekend. I think so too because the uh, Warriors were they're terrible on the road. Just a recap: the Warriors on the road were eleven and thirty. That's pretty bad. Eleven and thirty. They're fine at home, but when they go on the road, they're pretty pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, the other series we have, Celtics and 76ers, that series is tied at one game apiece. And then also Heat and the Knicks are tied at one game apiece. How about the Miami Heat be- beating the Milwaukee Bucks? That and is a huge five support. And five. Well, we talked about that last week. I know. I just can't believe that, though. Hey, it's so, playoffs, baby. So all series are pretty competitive. Except the Nuggets. So- yeah, so you got the Nugs and Suns tonight, and Celtics and 76ers tonight, and Joel Embiid is playing tonight. Dude, he came back and was awful, <laughs> and they lost when he came back. Mm-hmm. But dude, James Harden, since he the rule changes where they don't call those phantom fouls anymore, he's changed he's, his game. He's played a lot better recently. Yes, he has. So, who do you who do you got in the Boston 76ers series? I just think Boston, Boston, I think just has a slight edge. There's just, I think there's just a slightly better team. I'm going to go Philly. Well, you stop it. I, Philly, Philly Nuggets, NBA Finals. There you go. Dude, could you imagine all the MVP? To, I don't even want that. Never mind. Boston in five. <laughs> I don't even want that. Talk no, I like, I like Boston. I like Boston. I hate to say, I like Miami. Because uh, oh, dude, I I really Jimmy, like Miami to beat the Knickerbockers. Granted, Jimmy's got that bum ankle, but you think that's going to slow him down? That guy's playing out of his freaking mind right now, especially in the last series. Oh my god! By the way, I refuse to call the Knicks the Knicks because their full name is the Knickerbockers. It's true. So they're the Knickerbockers, which is a stupid. And the, name. And the Lakers and the Warriors, I, like you said, I hate to say it. I see uh, L.A. I see out. L.A. in six. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Should be interesting postseason. 
All right, lastly, we're going to head into our 100th episode extravaganza. That's <laughs> right. Uh, who's first? heard the word extravaganza. I'll go time. first with my trivia questions for Derek. Great. All right, so how this is going to work, Derek and I both came up with trivia questions for each other. I'm going to get an F. And then Leslie came up with trivia questions for the both of us that we can both compete. And, yes. So, Derek, I grabbed you four. So you're going to do all questions. your questions first, and I'll do all mine. Okay. Yes. I gave. I got you four Broncos, four Avs, and four Colorado Rockies trivia questions. Which ones do you want first? Let's let, let's knock out the Rockies first. Let's knock out the Rockies. All right. I did read a little bit of history about them the last game I went to because they lost 13 to 4 so I read history about them because they suck. All right. But they are hey, they have won what four straight? Oh boy, watch Look out. out. Give me a break. They're only 12 and 20 now instead of 8 and 20. <laughs> only eight more to go, baby. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Let's All right, go. Derek. First Rockies question. Which Rockies player won the batting title in the team's inaugural season, 1993? Dante Bichette. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it had, it had to either be him, Larry Walker, or Luis Castillo. I think it had to be one of those three, yeah. All right, next one. What MLB single-season team record – did the Rockies break in their World Series run season 2007? I have multiple choice if you want it. Yes, give it to me. A, batting average. D, I'm sorry, B, I can do alphabet. B, earn run average. C, fielding percentage. Or D, oh. home runs. It's got to be ERA. Their pitching was very, very good that year. It had to be. Wrong. Really? Fielding percentage. Okay. Derek, their ERA is never going to be tops. <laughs> but that year, their pitching was, I mean, really good that year. I mean, because they had a fielding percentage of 989. Damn. But not to mention, Obaldo Jimenez was, you know, that's his like stuck. prime. That was his prime year. And then they traded him, Derek. It was his only good year. I know. <laughs> they had Houston. Yeah. But 989? Damn. That's really good. That's. Really good, yeah. All right, Derek. Who is the only player in MLB history to register a 700% slugging percentage and 30 stolen bases in a single season? For the Rockies? MLB history. And it's a Rockies question, so yes. 730? 700 slugging, 30 stolen bases. In the same season. Well, someone who's got to have wheels and was good at hitting. Correct. Trevor? Trevor's story? Larry Walker. Oh, yeah. I guess back in his younger heydays. Yeah, that was his MVP season. Fun fact. All right, last Rockies one. Who tied the MLB rookie record for stolen bases in a single season game? I have multiple choice. Okay. Go ahead. A, Dexter Fowler. B, Willie Tavares. C, Charlie Blackman. D, Juan Pierre. I say Fowler. It was Dexter Fowler. Mm-hmm. Dude, he yeah. was he was a very underrated player for the Dude, Rockies. He was good. Very underrated. Yeah. Uh, the only guy on this list who I thought was overrated was Willie Tavares. 
Charlie yeah. Blackman was great. I loved Juan Pierre. Yeah. But, uh, but they never had Pierre as a rookie. Dexter Fowler was a good – he was a very underrated player, good player. Very. Also, was, was, a, was a good dude. Very friendly guy. All right, Derek. Rockies or Avs? I'm sorry. Broncos or Avs next? Let's do the Avs. We'll save the Broncos for last. All right. Let's do Avs. Who were the first three players on the Colorado Avalanche that came from the Quebec Nordiques? Go Stackick. Correct. Adam Foote. Correct. Sandus Ozelinch. Eh. Peter Forsberg. Forsberg. Damn it. That's right. Sandus <laughs> yep. Ozelinch, they traded for that season. <laughs> All right. Who scored, Two for three. That's not bad. Who scored the first goal in a regular season game at the Pepsi Center in 1999? Valerie Kaminsky. Damn it. Milan Hayduk. Of course. <laughs> Who else would it be? That guy always gets scored. Speaking of Milan Hayduk, what trophy did Milan Hayduk win in the season 2002-2003? The Art Ross Trophy. Close. Damn the Art it. Ross Trophy went to somebody else. Uh, the Rocket Richard Trophy. What's that one for? The most goals. How many did he have? I don't know. I didn't get that far. Actually, I think, yeah. I think it was, I remember, was it like 45 or 47? Something like that. Yeah, there wasn't. They didn't score a whole lot back then. No. All right, final abs question. Who yes. did the Quebec Nordiques trade for Forsberg in 1994? When they, oh, and they traded to the for the Flyers? Yep. Oh my god! If you want a hint, I can give one to you. I, yes, I need a lifeline here. Lifelong? Can I, can I, phone, can I phone a friend? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, he says. Uh, this guy is a lifelong flyer. Is it I was traded to the Flyers for Forsberg. Simone Gagne? No, 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 no. Take that back. This guy famously got drafted by the Nordiques and didn't want to play for this owner. Oh, my God. Give it to me. I don't know. Eric Lindros. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah, he didn't want to play for us. Dude, Eric Lindros is the trade that set the Nordiques slash abs up to win cups. And we got Peter the Great because of it. Woo. All right, Derek. You're Fuck two, it, Billy. You're two for eight. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Broncos time. By a combination of receiving, rushing, and returning, who is the first Broncos player to cross the end zone over 70 times? 70 times? Mm-hmm. Good God. I mean, Floyd Little? Rod Smith. Mr. Undrafted. I should have known that. That's right. When he back in his younger heyday, he was the he was the punt returner for him. God, was he good? He's so good. Man, is he good? Yeah. Think about the Broncos receiving core. Then you had Rod Smith undrafted and uh, Ed McCaffrey. Ed McCaffrey, and then also Shannon Sharp, a Sharp. seventh round pick. And and Ed McCaffrey was a fifth round pick that you traded for from the 49ers Ooh. because he wanted to come play with Shanahan. Yeah. 
And McCaffrey, right, man, McCaffrey too uh, as a run blocker. Good God, did that man know how to lay people out? <laughs> All right, Derek. Who were the three wide receivers for the Broncos that were known as the Three Amigos? Oh my God. <laughs> Lance Johnson, one of them. Did you say Lance or Vance? Vance Johnson. Vance Johnson is one. <laughs> I, I would have given that to you anyway. Vance Johnson. <laughs> oh, my God. I think that's the only one I know. One is very similar to Johnson. Mark Jackson. My God, that's right. The infamous Mark Jackson. And yeah. this one, I don't know how to say his last name. Ricky Natale. Natale. Natale, yeah. Natale, N-A-T-T-I-E-L. Yep, the three amigos. There they are. All right, Derek, this one might be a layup for you. What running back led the Broncos in rushing yardage in 1999, year after they won their first Super Bowl? It wasn't TD, was it? It was not TD. Because, yeah, that's when the Madden curse hit him. Because he was on the cover of Madden, tore his knee. Uh, Orlandis Gary? You got it! I <laughs> knew it! Gary! <laughs> Man, that's the thing with Shanahan is Gary, you could, Mike you Anderson, could put any running back Ruben Drones, Peyton Hillis. He found all Clinton these... Portis. Clinton Portis. He found all these gems. I mean, that's one thing about Shanahan. He knew how to find a damn good it, running back. I think back. it was more of his system. But then Clinton Portis had a phenomenal career for Washington. Yeah, but it, I think it was the system, but the guy knew how to scout running backs. Definitely that fit in the system. All right, Derek, final question here. Mm-hmm. Who was the first Broncos quarterback to finish a, to finish a season with a passer rating of more than 100? I have first, options for you. First Bronco to finish? Okay. A, Brian Greasy. B, oh. John Elway. Oh. C, Jake Plummer. D, Jake Cutler. I say Plummer. And Brian no. Greasy. Greaseball? His you... first his first season he had a passer rating of a hundred. Greaseball did? I didn't think he was that good. You had one good season. He just never lived up to be what his dad was, though. That's for damn oh, sure. God no. <laughs> hey, he's a hell he is one hell of a commentator, though. I love him as a Yeah, but now he's the quarterbacks for the 40 quarterbacks coach for the Niners, so screw him. <laughs> All right, Eric, you ready? I'm ready. Lay a moment. You got Avs, D-backs, Rams. What do you want first? Let's go Diamondbacks. I'm following you. Baseball. Let's go. All right. How many records does the famous Luis Gonzalez have in the franchise? Records. Wow. Yeah, like franchise records. I mean, Home you, run, you, so. of course. No, no. How many in total? Yeah, so I'm just... I mean, Home you, runs. You, if you're a D-backs fan, you of course know who that guy is. Oh, of course. I he was... I have his I have a signed baseball bat right there from the dude. Okay, I've then, met him. Okay, so there you go. He was he was my favorite player. Any Arizona fan knows who he is. Yeah, he, guy was damn good. So I'm gonna assume he's got doubles. Do you have like which ones he's got in front of you, or just how? Let's just the numbers. Just I'm how gonna, many? Let's see. So doubles, I'm pretty sure is up there. Home runs, I'm pretty sure is up there. Um. Most batting average? Would he be up there for that? Do you have multiple choice for me? Yes, I'll tell you that is one. 
Multiple Eric, choice? No, I'm the one you just said. Batting average. Batting said, average? Yes, that's there. I'm going to go three. Eleven. Oh, my God. <laughs> Eric, he was. Yeah, I, I saw. I saw. I saw. Uh, briefly saw. You know how many home, most home runs in a season he had? 57. Yeah, I would say he had close to 60 one year. Yeah, I saw it was doubles, uh, triples, uh, batting average, on-base percentage, slugging, home run. I mean, you name it. The guy There's a reason so he much. and Randy Johnson are the only two retired numbers for the team. Yes. And this he's, one, he's working for them, too, by the way. This one might be a trick question. We'll see if you get it, though. Who has the best winning percentage when it comes to pitching in the history for the Diamondbacks? Brandon Webb. Are you sure about that? Are you including current players? No, like all time. I'm going to stick with Brandon Webb. Kurt Schilling. I, that's stupid, man. I hate Kurt Schilling for that. 6.74 winning percentage. Man, I know Brandon Webb was really close with this. He, he was. Because Brandon Webb was sneaky great. Sneaky great. He was. His winning percentage, Eric, guess what it was? Webs? Yes. I get half a point. <laughs> six six 6.15, right behind. Yeah, Kurt Schilling kissed my ass. He played for like one season. All right, there you go. Uh, what is the most runs the Diamondbacks have scored in one game? I have the date, the opponent, and the runs they scored. Can you give me the date and the opponent? July 7th, 2018, against the San Diego Padres. Is it over 20? Would that give it away if you gave me that? Yeah. It's 19, isn't it? No, 20. No, it is 20. It's exactly 20? It is exactly 20. Yeah. All right, and the last one. Um... What is the most runs the Diamondbacks have allowed in one inning? Oh, this one's over 20. In one inning? In one inning. I have the opponent and the date and the number. Give me the opponent and the date again. Texas Rangers, June 23rd, 1998. Oh, dude, they were so bad that year. That was their inaugural season, and they were awful. Let's go 21. No, 11. (laughs) <laughs> Not that bad. <laughs> they lost that game pretty like I'm pretty sure 20 to something. All right. Uh Rams or Avs next. Let's go Rams. All right. Uh this one will have multiple choice. Eric, what is the Rams all-time win total? Is it between 5 to 600, 6 to 700 or 700 to 800? Well, they don't have as many wins as the Packers or Bears, and they're sitting in the 600. So I'm going to go with A. You're going to go 500 to 600? Well, That's what, was, a. what was the section, second? B, B was 600 to 700. Let's go that one. B. Yep, you're right. Yeah. 604, 592, and 21 ties. Well, they need to keep winning to get that, keep over 500. That is the record for 47 seasons they've been in the NFL for. Uh, This might be uh, an easy one, but let's see. I have the exact numbers for them. 
Who is the Rams' all-time leading receiver? It's got to be Isaac Bruce. Ding, 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 ding. His numbers are ridiculous. They're they're crazy. I have them. You ready? 942 receptions, 14,109 yards, and Eric, 84 touchdowns. He was really good. Man. Um, What is the Rams' longest winning streak? Oh, Christ. <laughs> I want to say it was during the greatest show on turf. It was not. Sean McVair? No. They flirted with getting to it, the greatest show on turf, but they did not get it. I have the I have the ranges of the dates when they did it. All right, give it to me. 1967 to 1968. Oh, what the hell? I'm not kidding. But no, it's just a number. I guess. No, 14. Damn. How come they can't do that now? Like I said, greatest show on turf, they came close to it. They, flirted won with thir- it. they won 13 in a row. They won 13 in a row, so they did flirt with it. Yeah. Um, And finally, who is the Rams' all time leading passer? Oh, God. This is probably an easy one, but the Jared Goff played really well for them, too. It's got to be Kurt Warner. No. He's actually number three. Oh, my God. There's two guys ahead of him. Older than Warner or younger? They're both older. They're both older? As of now, today's age, yes, they're both, both okay, old. Okay, I'm thinking of very both old at this point. Both of them. It's no, either they're, vet. they're not that old, but they're older, yeah. Then Kurt Warner. Yeah, Kurt Warner's in his, what, 40s now? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm either thinking Norm Van Brocklin or Gus Farratt. Nope. No way. Jim Everett is number one. I can't believe that guy was terrible. How was he? 20, 23,758 yards and 142 touchdowns. Number two. Is Bulger two. Mark Bulger. That's see if he, uh, that's why 21, I asked. 21,548 yards passing. Just because you played there because they had nobody else. Dude, he was good, though. He helped me win fantasy league one year. Good for you. That was probably. And finally, the Avalanche. All right. Uh, What was the first jersey retired by the Avs? All right. I've been thinking about this. Because I gave you the question to ask. So I've been thinking about it since I sent it to you. Great. It's either. (laughs) It's either Joe Sackick or Ray Bork. It is one of them. And oh, Ray one? Bork retired first. I'm going Ray Bork. Joe Sackick. They retired his jersey October 1st, 2009. They retired Bork's way before that. No, Joe Sackick. Yeah, they did. Okay, hang on. Joe Sackick was the first one to be retired. I don't believe you. Go ahead. When did the Abs retire? Look at him looking it up right. because he can't take my word for it. Because they they retired Bork like after he won. 
It wasn't after they won. After he retired following the 2001 season, they retired his number. They retired at no two. Fine, there you go. It was Ray Bork. You win. I was I was like, no, Ray Bork. <laughs> Anyways, second question. Yeah, Brad. Oh, Eric wins again, baby. <laughs> how many How many awards did Peter Forsberg win in 2003? So I know he won MVP. Ding 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 ding. ding. They didn't win the cup, so he wouldn't have won playoff MVP. Mm-mm. Or the cup. Did he have the most points? I'm going to say two. Yes, he did. Yeah! And yes, he did have the most points. 107. That's what I thought. Because Heyduk had the most Art, goals. Art Ross, Art Ross trophy and Hart yeah. Memorial trophy. Because he set up Milan Heyduk for half of his goals. And Joe I mean, Sackick was setting him up for the other. Guy went behind the net and passed it in front. Guaranteed goal every time. Just if he could stay healthy, he would have been one oh, of yeah. the best players ever. All right, and this is interesting. So there's two two of them here. Going down, this 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 is a trip down memory lane, definitely. When I looked it up and saw these names, I was like, oh my god, I remember. This is another question I gave you. And I've been thinking about it the same. Abs, who were the Avs goalies in 2006? All right, this guy I remember being with the team for a while, Peter Budai. That's one. That's one. Okay. Oh, this other guy. It's not Avisher. He was gone way before that, right? Oh, yeah. He was the starter after Wall. Oh, what was his name? You ready? No. Starts I got J. Theodore! Jose Theodore. There you go! Yeah, how about that? Dude, his record that year? Man. He wasn't very good for them. 15 I remember wins, they got 26 losses. They got him from the Canadians, and I remember he was good with the Canadians, and he came here and he was terrible. Came to the Avs and he just laid a freaking egg. All right, Leslie, now it's your turn. Here's here's the thing. Basically, Derek and I are stupid. <laughs> oh, I got some generic uh, trivia questions. I love generic. Bring it on. Hit us. Give me. It can be anything. All of these things. Rosen. Got it. All right, Derek, do you want to work together on these or do you want to battle it out? Let's just feel, let's get a feel for the couple questions first. So wait, what, what, uh, what categories do you have and which one are you starting in first? Uh, we have some football, basketball, and hockey. Let's get basketball out of the way. Yeah, let's get basketball out of the way because it's probably going 0 for 5. Is that why you said how many questions you have for each one is five? Uh, I have two for hockey, uh, four for basketball, and five for football. Okay, let's oh, get the hockey ones out of the way. Yeah, get the hockey ones, then basketball, then football, yeah. All right, okay, start with hockey. Mm-hmm. First question, how many teams have never won the Stanley Cup? Oh All right, Derek, let's brainstorm this. <laughs> Nashville oh Predators. Do the Kraken count, even though they're two years in? I That's mean, a great question. Okay, so we'll just count oh, the yeah, next yeah. We'll, two. We'll, we'll, so, Crack and Vegas, we'll put them aside. Nashville Predators. Vegas Coyotes, is one. They've never won the cup, bro. Didn't Vegas win the cup? No, they oh, no, lost they went, to they, Ovechkin, who won his first cup. That's right. They went to it. So, 
Nashville Predators. Buffalo. Coyotes. The Sabres. Yeah. yeah. Ottawa. Ottawa. No, the Ottawa. Was Ottawa bad. won early. Yeah, I just need a number. I know. We're, we're brainstorming. <laughs> Columbus Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets. That's a good one. Wild, because they're trash. Yep. San Jose. San Jose, because they're trash, too. I say seven. There's more than that. There's got to be more than that. Seven Winnipeg Jets. Hang on. Shut up. <laughs> I'm submitting my answer. He's submitting his answer. Okay. I'm going oh, hang nine. on. Hang on. I'm, nine. Not I'm going nine. Nine. Yeah. Eric, you're done. No. <laughs> Vancouver Canucks. Okay. That's, that's, that's eight. You've counted. Leslie, There's just give us no. Give us the answer. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the trivia here. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with ten. Ten. Uh huh. All right, and Derek, you said nine. Yes. Who is it? Twelve. Oh my god! I knew it. Wow. This guy wanted to keep going. <laughs> All right. Does does it include the new teams? Or do you not I know that? Hang on. All right. What's the next question? Next question. Which NHL player has played in the most regular season wins during his career? Well, that's got to be your most regular season games? Wins. Yeah. Oh, wins? Did you say wins or most games? regular season wins during his career. It's got to be Gordie Howe. I mean, it has to be. But if she's going wins, that means goalie. Martin Brodeur? Eh. Damn it. Do you know if it's a goalie or not? Hold on. I would say either Gordie Howe or... It's got to be Gordie Howe or Yager. Yager played for frickin' ever. I was going to say Yager. If it's a player, it's definitely Yager. It's got to be Yager. Yager played for, like, pretty much my whole life. (laughs) I think he's still playing hockey, but in, like, junior league. All right, Derek. Teams that have never won the Cup. Canucks, Sabres, Sharks, Jets, Panthers, Predators, Coyotes, Wild, Blue Jackets, Knights, Senators, Kraken. That's right. The Florida's been to one, but they've never won it because we beat them. The, Sen- <laughs> the Senators haven't either. I thought you were right with I th- that. I, th- I thought they did with Dominic Hasek. They won one, but I guess they didn't. Hasek was never a Senator. He was a Sabre. Oh, that's right. You got, the, you got it? Uh, I got it. It's not a goalie. I'm going Yager, Jeremy Yager. Jeremy Yager, yeah. I'm going him too. The dude played forever. Uh, is nope. it? Nope. Who is it? Scott Stevens. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I forgot about him. He played for like ever too. Oh, he was on those really good Devils teams. Scott Stevens played And he was a bird. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's move to basketball, Leslie. <laughs> oh, that's going to haunt my nightmares. Scott effing Stevens. Yep, I remember that freaking guy. All right, basketball, hit us. All right, you guys ready for basketball? Yep, let's hear it. All right, first question. Who was the first NBA player in history to win a championship with three different franchises? Oh, my God. Well, LeBron James has done it. Isn't he the only one to do it? Mm-hmm. I say it's LeBron. LeBron James. Miami, Cleveland, LA. Boom. There you go. You guys sure about that? No, but go ahead. Yeah. 
John Sally. I I have no idea. Who? <laughs> As Eric would say, who? <laughs> Next question. Uh, man, I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> which NBA player has won the most MVP awards? Oh, my God. Okay, now this is a good one because... Bill Russell. I'm thinking. Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem or Bird. Yeah, it's got to be one of those four. Yes? I'm gonna take. Will, I'm gonna take Will Chamberlain. Yeah, okay. it's got to be Will. Dude was a beast. Correct answer: Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes! <laughs> I had to be one of them. You guys were close. I hate this crap. Why did I think this was a good idea? Next question. <laughs> All right. Hey, at least we named them. <laughs> okay, them. that's fair. At least fair. we named them. I mean, <laughs> We get we get a we get a quarter point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for my third question, which Toronto Raptors head coach was fired the same year that he was named NBA NBA Coach of the Year? Oh my God! Oh. What's that freaking guy's name! <laughs> it was their last coach too, right? Yeah. Not this not this last one, but the one before, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. yes. I I don't know his I, name. I, I give up. I can't remember his name. What is it, Leslie? Dwayne Casey. Oh no! <laughs> Lowry was the guy they just let go, who won Coach of the Year last year, right? And how about the Milwaukee coach? He won a title, and then they just got rid of him. Mm-hmm. Is that all the NBA? Yep. Thank God. Thank God. NFL, <laughs> NFL next. <laughs> Let's see how we, what we do with this one. Hit us. All right. First one. What team won the NFC East Division Championship in 1985? Giants. NFC East? Oh, crap. Wait. No, no, no. They're not in the East. NFC East. NFC East. 85. Redskins. Oh, my God. The Giants? You said said that already. She already... Oh, no. All right. All right. Who was it? No, you... I'm sorry. You didn't say the Giants. It is Dallas Cowboys. I almost, I almost just cussed. <laughs> All right, what's next? Damn Cowboys. Oh, this is an easy one. It's like it's sucking. Which team has lost at least four Super Bowls? Oh, my God. There's two teams. Yes. But there's only one that lost four in a row. Mm-hmm. But she Jim said Kelly. at least four Super Bowls, didn't you? Yeah, Jim yeah. Kelly. That's the Bills. Poor the other, Jimmy. The other one's the Vikings. Mm, mm, mm. Is it the Bills? Nope. Minnesota? The Vikings. Nope. To lose what? four Super Bowls? Broncos. Oh my God. Yeah, they've lost five. <laughs> Buffalo. It was. It's Trash it, qu- Broncos. Hey, they won three, <laughs> so shut up. <laughs> Three and five. No, that's not bad. They, you know this. They've at least been to eight, so they've won three out of five. That's not that bad. That's terrible. Hey, they're just right behind New England, though. No, New they England's haven't won to... three out of five. They've won three. Yeah, they're trash. Back to back, and then with Manny, and they won one. Yeah. All right, next question. Next. Yeah, they were 0 and 5 with John Elway. That's right. 
before he won two of them. Oh, and four. Who the hell cares? Broncos suck. Move on. Shut up. Well, they do now, but in history, no. All right, moving on. Who is the all-time leading scorer in NFL history? Oh, that's Jerry Rice. It's got to be. I mean, the dude had more. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It's got to be Jerry Rice, Eric. It could be a sneaky kicker in this category. Adam Vinatieri? Nope. Sebastian Janikowski. Dude, he was fat. Nope. But he, he kicked us a lot of field goals. Is so it Jerry okay. Rice? Nope. It's not, no, it's not Brady, is it? No. Well, because they don't score. No. Who is it, Leslie? No, 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 no. Let's problem right. solve, Derek. Don't just give up. Don't We're talking about the many. history. I have right here. I have it. Do you have multiple choices? Nope. Give us the points. Yeah, give us the point total. He has 2,544 points. Oh, dear God. It's got to be a kicker, dude. It's not Vinatieri? The dude played for like 30 years. He played till his hair was gray. (laughs) Very gray. I mean, he played when he had no facial hair, then he quit, or he retired when he had all gray facial hair. Oof. I mean, do you know what position he played? Uh, hold on. It has to be an effing kicker. If it's not, I'm pulling my hair out. It's a kicker. I told you it's a kicker. Gary, Um, is it Gary Anderson? No. He played forever, too. No, no, I got it. It's Morton Anderson. Ding, 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 ding. I oh, knew it. Good call. The guy that played with the two, you know, he played for freaking Atlanta and all those other teams for freaking ever. Yeah. All right. I-, I told you it was a stupid kicker. They they get points like at least every game. Whack ass kicker. All right. What's next? <laughs> all right. Next. Who has the most rushing yards in a single game? Oh, my God. Oh, oh. oh. Peterson. A- Adrian Peterson. 298. 296. Oh, you lose a point. Oh, shut up. <laughs> he still got the name. Last, was it the last one? <laughs> All right, and last one. Okay. Who is the shortest player in NFL history? Oh, my God. Oh, the sh- that's a Entering good question. Entering at 5-1. 5-1? Five, five, <laughs> yeah. Yo, what? I, I have no idea. Uh, let's problem solve, Derek. It's not Darren Sproul. That's almost classified as a bitch. Yes. <laughs> no, it's just a small man. Leslie, how tall are you? Five one. Oh my god! So he was. He was <laughs> He's Leslie's a small height? man. Okay, so it's, it's uh, not Darren Sproles because he was five eight. No. This has got to be a kicker. <laughs> no, he played for the Akron Pros in nineteen twenty one. Oh, oh for dear God's God! Sake. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I don't know. <laughs> Jimmy Short Anderson. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna go with Junior Cross as a name. It just popped in my head. What was his name? It is Jack Shapiro. He was 5'1". What did he play? Does it say position? What was he, the water boy? <laughs> <laughs> they threw him out there for his play. Hey, our running back's hurt. Go on out there and block. 5'1"? Yeah. What did he weigh? 130? <laughs> Probably got killed. <laughs> We called him Jack Emmanuel Shupi Shapiro. 
slave <laughs> Staten Island Stapletons in 1929. I'm out. <laughs> as soon as you said Staten Island, I was like, I was like, nope, I'm done. Yep, we're out. We're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my last bag. one. Wrap All right, up. guys. We'll close this out, Leslie. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us for our 100th episode. We'll see you guys next time. And we'll get some brain cells next yeah, time. Derek and I know nothing. Peace. <laughs>